up, y'all? What up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of We Don't Know Her. I'm Katie. And I'm Christy. And this is a bit of a second part to last week. So if you listen to last week's episode, um, you know, we were talking about the state of the world, the state of our despair and our, you know, just us trying to process um, the tragedies that were going on in America. And we said that the universe intervened because we were both feeling helpless. Um, so I guess I'm just going to tell you what happened. Uh, that led us here to Yeah. Now. Well, um, one little tidbit I want to just add mm-hmm. because I feel like we know what we're going to talk about today, but I think that we should kind of preface it with a bit of maybe simplicity so people are like okay this is what I can expect and you know Katie and I are both people who are very interested in the universe and why we are here etc so there's just been like a series of events that have led to today because we have kind of opened up a new door into our minds so the episode is going to be a bit mind-bending and try to just follow along if this is new to you but it's going to be a lot of you know spirituality mixed in with universal things and cosmos and whatnot it's going to be unlike anything you've ever heard I'm (laughs) sure it's going to get it's it's going to go off the rails I can tell yeah so just expect that whatever that means (laughs) yeah so basically I um, I saw a post the other day on Instagram that was saying there was like linking an article that NASA put out saying that the universe is acting weird. That was literally what it said. Somebody reposted it and with like a tweet that said, you know, even the universe knows the vibes are off. I just so happened like someone I know reposted that. I just so happened to click it. And for some reason, I decided to read the comments. And in the comments were a bunch of people talking about how the universe is changing, how the earth is changing, how we are changing, all these different things. And someone specifically said, has anyone here read anything about Dolores Cannon? I had not. And I decided, I don't know why, but I read it. And the minute I saw that comment, I was like, I need to look her up. So I looked her up and I she passed away in 2014, I believe it was. Um, she was a psychohypnotherapist and worked with people doing past life regressions and channeling, working with clients who were channeling their past lives and channeling other people and knowledge from the universe. And um, she had like a 50-year-long career and basically I stumbled upon her and was just blown away. And I texted Christy right away and was like, I know you're at work, but like maybe quit your job and like listen to this. I don't know. Like I, it just felt, I've never... It literally felt like someone gave me the key to the universe. Like I, I, I feel like I'm enlightened. Like I literally do. I, I am shook. So we're going to be talking about what we learned and, um, and how it affected us and like what what we're feeling. And well, I think the other thing to say is that we have been touching on these types of things in our own lives. You know, we've talked about synchronicities before, and we've kind of talked about unexplainable situations that have happened to us whether it's individually or together and so we've always kind of been curious and kind of on the cusp of of something you know we've tried to look outside the box with a lot of situations and we've you know really by doing this podcast it has allowed us to really process things and open doors in our minds and look at things from different perspectives and really gain like a new sense of life as a whole 
And so when Katie texted me about Dolores Cannon, um, she was definitely very adamant about it. And I was at work and I was kind of just like, okay, like, you know, we've said before also that Katie is a permanent salesman. She is always trying to sell me on whatever, whoever. When I like something, I'm real passionate about it and I just can't help it. Any time of day at all times. So (laughs) I've just learned to accept that and that, you know, I take things that sound interesting and others I'm like, you know, I'll get to that later. And so this one, I was like, okay, I didn't really understand the full scope of her work. It was kind of just focused a lot on dreaming and... It was about life after death, specifically. Yes, that's true, yes. And like passing over and what that really means. Mm -hmm. And then I listened to the video, or I watched the video, and that's when I was like, I had a moment, like a, a religious moment. I cried, it brought me to tears. The things that she was describing about the universe, it wasn't like you know, just finding like a like-minded person. The way that she describes it, it makes so much sense as to things that we've already been questioning and looking into further and and getting close to things, you know, and... Like things like, so I want to give like some examples because obviously we'll dive in, but I'm sure like people are like probably screaming like what, like what? So every, basically, okay, everything from religion to universal theories to, um, things that we think are phenomenon or unexplained events are all tied together. They're all true, but she fits them all together. So things like string theory, multi-dimensions, why are are there ghosts? Why are some people reincarnated? Why do some people move on? Where do guides come from? Where do angels come from? Was Jesus real? Um, What is God? What happens when you die? Literally, where do you go? What is the process? Um, It is, and for anyone listening who's like, yeah, fucking right, if you want to pause this and go look up Dolores Cannon, if because we will not do her justice in this. Right. Um, we will do our very best. But like we're talking about a woman who had 50 years of work and she had written 17 books. And I want I think it's important to note that she didn't channel this information herself. She is literally what she describes as a researcher. So she's just conducting um, these past life regressions and therapy sessions and all these things and then seeing where are the patterns what does everyone keep saying and what are seem to be the truths that um pull through over and over and then compiling okay so that means this is true just like anyone does in any scientific experiment you conduct random assessments and if there's a bunch of things that seem to happen that that's not a coincidence right so she basically would take people through past life regressions, through their death experience. So in a deep hypnosis, which if you're familiar with past life regression, that's not a new concept to us. But when she began, it was groundbreaking. And um, what's different about her is that she takes them through the death process, like the actual way that they died. Not physically, like she's not like murdering them, but like in their mind, taking them through it. Because you have to go all the way through it. You can't just remember the life. You have to remember what happened exactly. And all of that information is in our subconscious. Uh, We just, in our active waking minds, don't know it. So you're able, we have known, I think, all of us for a while that you can access subconscious through hypnosis and access other things. Um, This just takes it to another level because she even explains like why people, when they have a near-death experience, see a white light and that they never get to it though and then what like what happens after that and she so we'll kind of explain like all of that because like I said like I I can't imagine how she felt like being like okay so I know all the information of the universe now and now I have to explain it to all of you um and I'd like to think anyone listening to this podcast will be already on a wavelength of of 
getting it to a degree because I don't think you would even be listening to this podcast if you weren't right. somewhat interested in this type of stuff. Well, I mean, it's woven into everything that we talk about. I mean, just even dating back to our earlier episodes when we first had Casey Ray on and we really introduced our spirituality in terms of your intuition and your purpose and accessing information that's out there that we don't consciously know and all of that with our guides. And so it kind of just progressed from there, even to, you know, funny stories when we were talking about when we saw seven at Alanis Morissette, like the leading up to these certain situations and what comes out of that situation is really just the way that we've been living our daily lives Mm -hmm. since then. And everything feels connected and with what we have been through in this current life on earth and what we are going through now it's very clear that our minds have really just opened up even more Mm -hmm. to be able to even try to understand this because that's another thing that she was talking about was how whatever you want to call it the source the universe whatever it is we'll call it god for for the so anyone listening it's not confusing because they're used to just thinking of god as whatever so the information that we have as humans we can only digest it so much you know like we need a certain amount at a time we can't the comparison that she used was that you know when you're feeding babies you don't start out by feeding them a steak dinner you have to give them you have to work them up to it Mm -hmm. and I really do feel like especially with just what we've talked about so far on the podcast I can see I look at my previous years not as simply just me being young and dumb. Like I look at all of that as a whole and I can see where things are connected, why things have happened since then the way that they have. And I don't know all of the answers, but I'm we're doing the investigative work as well just on ourselves, whereas she was doing it on much, you know, a, a bigger scale. But that's essentially what we are interested in doing. We want to find out more. We want to tap into our power and it's just the sheer fact that our minds our minds it frightens me a little bit to think of what they are capable of like they're huge huge Mm -hmm. the thing that actually caught my attention when I first started looking into her when you sent me her information was that time is not linear we know that we've talked about that before time is a construct we as humans we're the only species that has been able to create something as a way to measure something that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And when you look at it that way, where there is no past, present, or future, there is only now. Let me just tell you what that did to me. I, <laughs> <laughs> And the reason you know that is because, because I think a, a way to easily understand it is that what we know as time, right, is the earth and the sun and the movement of them, right? right. So we that's how we gauge it on our planet right but if you were on another planet it would be different you would gauge it differently and that's how you know it, it's not it's, it's not, not real, real. It, when I tell you it felt like I got punched in the chest where I was like then thinking about you know my life right now so you know as a whole nobody can just remember their past lives at the drop of a hat you obviously have to be in a certain state to be able to tap into that so the way that I was thinking of it, like with the whole time is not linear, I'm like, so that means that me, like my core soul has been other places and will be other places. And it scared me to think like of what that could be like, like what, 
is in store for me. I mm-hmm. don't know. And the fact that I have no control over it, and it doesn't matter, past, present, future, doesn't matter. It's just going to happen. I feel like that is something that I threw out a lot of this. And I'm not joking. Christy, you can like back me up on this. I'm not lying. So much of what she said feels like knowledge that I've always known. Like I was born knowing. Like I never even questioned it. Like I'm just like, no, that's just what it is. In terms of that, we are here to learn lessons. We are here to grow. We are... Um, that there are ghosts, that there are spirits, that there are reincarnations, that, that the universe is connected, that there are aliens, that there are all of these things. And um, it feels to me so comforting in a way of because so many times the things I'm right about aren't things I'm happy about. So it's really it just feels so comforting to know that that I'm on to something that I that I did know it and so basically I'm I think we should explain kind of what we've learned from her and then without driving people crazy because we can't really talk about it unless you guys know what we're talking about so um I watched the video first and Christy and I kind of had like opposite reactions where I and maybe it was because I already knew a little bit about her I did read a little bit about her before watching these things um so maybe that's part of it but in her, in the podcast I listened to, again, we said it was like from a conference that she did. And um, she explains, like we said, from gathering all this information from all these past life regressions, what exactly happens. So I'm just going to tell you what she said. Okay. This is not my theory. This is Dolores Cannon. Can't explain enough. So she says that, um, long story short, <laughs> you die, you see your physical body, you're like, gross. And then there's someone there, not physically, but somebody, you're either an angel, a family member, whatever you want to call them, a guide. Sometimes it's a family member, sometimes it's not, who is there to take you to the other side. And that's usually why you see people who are in hospice or when they're dying, they say they see people around them and they usually start looking happy and smiling and they're looking at something that you can't see. Um, So that's, they go to that, they start transitioning. Then they see the bright white light and this is where everybody always gets to and they're in their like thing and they can see it and they know it's beautiful and some people make it a little further um but basically she explained that that white light is god that white light is the source it whatever you want to call it whatever you want to call it we're gonna call it god for this episode just for the sake of whatever yeah Yeah, to make it easy so that light source god is something you go through and when you go through it the cord that's severed there's a tiny she calls silver thin cord that connects your body to your soul and your soul to everyone else's souls and when you come through that white light that cord is severed and that is when the body is starts decomposing and you can never go back after that you are taken on and there are three places one is called the lower astral one is called the middle astral and then one is the lot library i'm gonna call it the library but i might be off the library could be a part of the third one or it could be the whole thing unclear the lower astral basically is like where people would go who are very low vibration who are um that would be people who are like murderers narcissists people who are not good people through and through um not like oh i slipped up and i've done bad things like no like you're, you're a bad person you've all met people like that and those people go there they first might not realize that they're dead and they linger on and those are some of the ghosts that we see and they could stay here trying to continue living that fake life that they once had for as long as until they get sick of it and then they will transition um 
when that happens, they go to the lower astral, they have to take schools, lessons, classes, and then come back and try it again. So that's where the reincarnation part comes in, is that you do come back and try it again. The middle astral is where she said people feel like it's heaven. That's where like you could just be like, I want to live in a beautiful mansion and there's like birds singing and beautiful flowers and whatever. Um, but she said the thing is that every you will get that, but not for eternity. And eventually she, you know, they will come knocking, who she calls the council, and they will make you sit down and review your entire life. And this is the part that got me where I was like sobbing. So they play your entire life for you, but not from your point of view, from the point of view of everyone you've ever interacted with, from their point of view, and how it affected them, for good and bad. And at the end of that, that is what makes you want to come back and do it again in the karma cycle of realizing the people you've hurt and the things you've done wrong, which is then when you contact those souls, you make another contract with them that you're going to come back and do it again. And when they've crossed over, you all come back and you try it again in different roles and be like, this time you be the mom, this time I be the daughter, whatever. Um, and you try to start paying off that karma. But the problem is that none of us remember those contracts that we signed. So we don't know about that, which is why when you meet people like when I met Christy and it seems like I'm like, it doesn't feel like I just met you and you're my friend. It feels like we have such an important purpose in each other's lives that goes way beyond friendship. Um, and then there's the highest place, which is the um, library, which is where the Akashic records come in and where all of the knowledge of everything that ever is and ever will be is stored. And that is where Casey Ray and other people who read Akashic records can access mentally. Um, there's a lot more to it, but basically, yeah, we just keep coming back and some people we know and some people we don't. And the problem is that we get here and as babies, that's why we can't talk because we would be telling everyone. And um, we come back and then we start again. And we try, but the problem is that we become caught up in life. And um, we forget about our contracts. We forget that we're here to learn lessons, that we forget that we're here to love people and love each other and take care of each other. And um, the more you can remember that, the less the more chances you'll have of, of not having to do this again. And then you can just go be in the universe. Yeah, I mean... Sorry if I like rant. I was, I was, I was just trying to give it the no, <laughs> briefest I mean, synopsis. We need, yeah, we need to paint a picture because, because there is so much and because it resonates so deeply with both of us too, it's really hard to hone in on a central thesis here. Um, but the contract part of that, it's it was one of those aspects of learning about her that did feel like it made sense because... You know, we had an episode on soulmates and what constitutes as a soulmate. We had, you know, talked about the fact that it's not just a one and only person. It's not just your significant other. It is quite literally just a soul connection, mm -hmm. whatever that may be. And a hard pill for me to swallow personally was just knowing that soulmates don't mean forever. Even if you did sign a contract or even if I did sign a contract, it doesn't mean that we are going to fully live it out. Like one of us could break the contract and at the end of the day, it's okay. The point is, is that you learn a lesson from it so that you don't make that mistake again with another person that you come in contact with. It's really just about our existence here. Like what is going on? What is this? And trying to just really embrace it. Like it's not like we want to like overcome it. We want to no. know about yeah, it. Because now like there's so many factors about it that are, important in understanding so like under seeing earth and understanding that earth is 
a place for us to come learn. It's extremely difficult. And Dolores even said at one point, like I said, why why can't we just learn here in the afterlife, in the whatever you want to call that? They're like, you could, but it would be like reading about it, doing versus field work. Like you're, you can't just read about love and read about jealousy and read about greed and then say, yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't succumb to them. It's like, okay, you need to actually do it and rise above it over and over and over until you are evolved enough to move on and at which point you can then just I don't know what you do but I know you could be a a guide for someone else or move on to be something else um but I know for a fact that there are there's I always knew that there was more and I always knew that the key was in the universe like in space I just didn't understand exactly how and Another part of actually the third tier where she was describing the afterlife with the library section um, also has another thing called the tapestry of life, I believe she called it, which all of our silver threads, right, that are in our bodies, they're all woven together. Every life that ever was and every life that ever will be is all woven together in a giant tapestry and she said it almost looks like it's breathing, it's moving, it's alive, it's its thing. And um, that is what connects all of us. <clears throat> That's why we have a global consciousness. And like if you see, if you Google global consciousness, you'll see that they actually measure it. And before great time, probably now actually, you would probably see a spike before COVID. I know before 9-11, as of record that I last time I saw, that was the highest of everyone in the in the in the world knew something was about to happen. We didn't know what, but it seemed like, Everyone was on alert. Um, so those are the things that connect us all. And another thing is that even in terms of, I've talked about my crazy dreams. She talks about how every night your soul, which we knew, mm-hmm. but your soul travels, astral travels, goes to other dimensions, other worlds, other places in time, everything. And that's exactly what I experienced in my dreams. And for those of you who have sleep paralysis, which we don't, But she said, basically, that's just when your body, your physical body wakes up before your soul comes back. So like when you're out astral traveling, your your little string is what reels you back in, your soul back in. And sometimes your body wakes up first and that's why you literally can't move. There's no life in your body. Um, And then your body comes back and it's like, oh, sorry about that. Um, Just so many things she said are um, explanations for things Mm -hmm. that we've all heard of. We just didn't know how it all connected together. It's, Mm -hmm. It's... you traveling to other dimensions and alternate realities and it doesn't matter why you're having the dream you just did and if you can take some something from it in your waking life and use it that's even and I better think there's different types of dreams like there's types of dreams in different levels you can see like when you measure somebody's sleep and like how deep they are and where they're at um that's where you can see like is this just a dream of like your brain's just processing th- some things that went on is this a dream where you're actually traveling somewhere else or is this like a nightmare or is this somebody sending you a message because people and I myself have spoken to people who've passed away in dreams you've had experience like that so it's also a place where people in other dimensions spirits whatever you want to call them souls can connect to you so there are sometimes things are signs sometimes they're just your brain something working out sometimes you were traveling like mm-hmm. and I think we can all like I can feel the dif- I know the difference um the main thing I just can't express enough is that like she says yes like Jesus was a real person he was here doing exactly what he said we all the sick you know earthbound people are the ones who messed it up and then put all these fake rules in a bible about like hell and that you're gonna burn and that all these things are sins and she's like 
she fully explains and can't stress enough that like this is hell. Yeah. Earth is hell. And we everywhere else in the universe is so much more beautiful. We are in a hellish place to be faced with the hardest tasks to evolve our souls. And that's exactly how it feels. When I tell you multiple times a week, I'm like, they're trying me. Who is yeah. they? I don't know. But they are trying me. Well, Truly. oh my gosh. A couple of things that come to mind are one thinking about our physical bodies and the brain because as we all know I'm also very fascinated by the brain but when you think about it the brain you know it starts off very underdeveloped and it takes years and years for it to fully develop then once it's fully developed its capabilities are fucking endless the crazy thing that I can't wrap my mind around ironically is that like the power that our bodies have to harness and hold something as powerful as the mind because the mind that's it's nothing it's not matter it's it's intangible it's just this energy that has so much power in so many different ways yeah and we can just hold it in our bodies and keep it there and then like just have to figure out how to deal with that while we're here we've said before how we are piecing things together in our own life you know, like on this podcast, I even said the other day, like I think of things as puzzles. And in one in the video that you sent me, she said that all of these different things, they are all puzzles. Mm-hmm. And you we know, always say like that there it's not about like toxic positivity and like silver lining. It's that there we've always said there is a lesson in everything. There's always something you can take away from any experience. And that's when I've always said like, what I've always used as my measure of like, oh, that's a new soul is what I would call them. Now I know that that's actually true. They probably haven't gone through this many times and they're not very good at it because there's some people that it, it to, to, what I, to us it seems common sense and to them it's not. They don't seem to understand implications or the wonder of life or the, the amazing capabilities or even be interested in it. And it's a shame when you really consider like, we are all just college kids who were sent to Harvard and we just cut class and spent time drinking the whole time. And then we graduate and they're like, what did you learn? And we're like, fuck, were we there to learn? And they're like, yeah, good, do it again. And don't forget this time. We're like, we won't. And then we come back and we're like, what? We don't remember. And I can't express like, when I I mentioned before on here that Casey Ray gave me a reading and said that I was like a seer in a past life and like a man who was blinded and like all these things. I knew, and I mentioned on that podcast, but as a kid, I remember staring at myself in the mirror and like looking in my eyes and being like, remember. And like feeling like it was on the tip of my tongue. And like when I looked in my own eye, like feeling like I could, I was so close to remembering but I just couldn't and I was like but I did know that I was very amused that I was in this body and that I was a little like blonde toddler I was probably like three at this time four um and I knew I've always just known that like there that I was here to learn a lesson and I think an important thing is as you know I've talked about on the podcast I've I'm no longer in communication with my family and particularly because of my mom and Casey has said to me that we were in the same soul pack. We've gone through this life before and I do feel that way. Um, And Dolores explained that, you know, you can go through that a bunch of lifetimes with people for however long and you always have the the power to tear up the contract. You can envision that person in your mind and say, we gave it our best go. I release you of this contract. 
we're done. You go your way in love and I go mine. I don't want to do this again. Yeah. And knowing that and having, feeling that, especially when you feel like there's someone in your life that this is not your first time at this with them and it's not pleasant, knowing that you have the power in this life to change that is amazing because Mm -hmm. I won't remember this, I don't know, when I'm on the other side. And right now as a human, I can know in this human experience, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to repeat this. So I'm going to learn my lesson this time. Yeah, I mean, that is what we are here to do. We, Mm -hmm. Earth is school and that is why we are here because we, and we have to exist in these bodies for whatever reason in order to maintain life on this planet. And we, that's our responsibility is to come and learn and why not? I mean, what is, what is the harm? I, I don't, if anything, this is something that can, it helps you cope with life on earth. Honestly, I mean, it helps take away the notion of good or bad and, you know, situations that occur in your life. And and it keeps all of the things that we all that a lot of people could never let go of. Like you it supports all of the things she said are in line with almost every religion, with almost every even the ones that seem like they're in conflict. Like this all makes sense. Um, It all tracks and it just makes it's a way of understanding, like, as she said, life is a play we're all playing parts like you can't don't get caught up in the game of life that's not the point point. and you can't go through life on this earth with one single perspective you have to look at it a different way especially if you're somebody who feels like they live in misery and nothing can ever go right for them and listen i'm not saying that changing your entire mindset and lifestyle is an easy thing to do but just the willingness to compromise or willingness to at least be open to something else will help relieve a lot of the pressure that you probably feel feeling like you have to fit into a box of some kind. I mean, we talk about constructs on here out the ass. Like everything to us is a construct. We were talking about... Well, it is. And it is. We were talking about death being a construct. It and is. all of these things we're realizing now truly are because that's just what we have to do in order to get through this life. And we have to have the relationships with people in order to learn the lessons. And I can't reach my full potential without my relationship to others. Right. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, I said this to you earlier, but I feel like, I mean, I definitely am not off the wheel of karma. This is not my last go around. I will be back. Um, But one of the things she said that is, you know, when you go through that review with the council and then you decide that you want to come back, that's the thing is no one makes you. There is no judgment. There is no someone who's like, you must return. Like, it's like, do you feel bad? You like what you did? You like what you saw? Do you want to do something about it? And it's like, yeah, because, yeah, I fucking feel really mad. Like, that sucks. Like, I didn't even know I was such an asshole. And they're like, yeah, you really were. So, you know, you decide to come back. And that's the point that um, I think is interesting is that it's like you are – I know that I chose to come back, but you can choose how difficult you want your life to be. How much karma do you want to get rid of in this lifetime? How much – how hard do you want it to be? And – on the other side, when you're choosing, you're like, yeah, I'll, no, I'll be able to handle it. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. I want to knock it out. And I think that's what I did. And now that's why I'm always like, am I on the Truman Show or like a Lifetime movie? Like, what are the odds? And it's not the odds. I probably chose this because I am somebody who takes 15 semester courses in seven seven weeks. I'm Because I want seven weeks off. I'm sick. And this is totally something I would do. And now... I signed up for multiple sexual assaults for a bunch of losses to gain a bunch of weight and 
granted, is that the worst thing that could happen? Of course not. But I know I did this. And I that's fine. And knowing, actually knowing that gives me more comfort. It's like we, we I can see myself choosing mm-hmm. this. I, I Yeah, I, I can track this. And I think that the reason that I was so amused, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say this, I've said this to you a million times. This is a positive. I don't know how anyone could take this as a negative, but it's a positive. I think this is my first go around as a white person. I don't connect with white people. I don't see myself. Like, I don't feel, I don't, no offense. I don't like us as a culture, as people. We suck. We're the worst. We're not the most beautiful. We're not the most talented. We're just not. I can see how I thought that my worst case would be a white woman. And I was like, give it to me. Go ahead. Sock it to me. I was like, I'm going to be the worst, aren't I? Yeah. Okay. I've I've had black people ask me if I'm black. You, If you look at me, I do not look black. I mean, it's pretty clear. But sometimes like there's something in my soul that I'm like, I don't know. I just don't. I, and now I'm like, oh, that would make sense. Maybe this is my first go around as a white person. Now that we have like a little peek into what the bigger picture is, which I think that was my second point I never got to before is... It's very men in black, but when I think about the universe and how much life and mm-hmm. just what's out there, it's mm-hmm. it's not tangible things. It's just life in all forms. It's just endless. Like yeah. there's nothing encapsulating the universe. It like feels we're not like that we are a coral reef, and then and you're like, no, this is all there is. This is the whole thing. And then you zoom out and you're like, oh, it's an ocean. And you're like, there's multiple oceans. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, there's multiple oceans with so many reefs. <laughs> and then there's and then there's just other planets and there's just uh, blackness and darkness and 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 planets and moons and And we've probably been there. Perhaps. I mean Maybe our souls perhaps. Are there. We need to read all of our books and like do we're gonna have yeah. to do this is a no, now a Dolores Cannon fan podcast. It is. No, truly. But just all the contracts. I mean, I guess that's really how things can kind of exist is through an unspoken contract, mm-hmm. no matter what. And I I don't want to get too dark, but it does make me worry a little bit. I'm like, what what contract did I sign I for this life? I know. What did I? I know. Knowing what I've already signed up for thus far, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, how did I agree to go out? <laughs> what did I say? Yeah. She was drunk. I'm like, don't listen. Was she being she, cocky? She was wrong. I think um, I, I, I'm too afraid to even speak of it because I've always had a weird like gut feeling about how I'm going to go and I don't even want, I can't even speak it. Well, um, I mean the, honestly the thing is though, like with this new expansion of our minds, it, it kind of makes life, it, it, it just makes it different. It's not necessarily more enjoyable or more despair. It's really just like when you see it for what it is, you don't really have to worry about what's going to happen because you can trust that it's going to happen the way it's supposed to. And to remember, like, what it's supposed to be hard. This is not supposed to be enjoyable. Like, yes, there are, of course, moments of joy and things we can find enjoyable, of course. But, like, that's not the point. It's not, like we said, like, I feel like college is, like, the best example. Like, yeah, of course, of course you can have fun. You can make friends. You can, like, do the thing. But, like, don't forget you're there to learn. Like, that's the point of it all. And I think having that as a reminder for ourselves to always be, like, right we're students like we are that's we've known that and we've said it but I think this just shifts into into such a different perspective for me now that I really do feel like this is 
life-changing like truly yeah. like like I, I think from here on will be different well and because we've like I said we've always talked about like I get really um I harp on the sequence of events that lead to like a big thing for us like whatever that may be just like a crazy moment or something and then I always look at the preceding moments to that and how it kind of led to this and it's not to say that like I you know I'm looking into every single minute detail but at the same time I'm now like looking forward to what is going to happen what's going to happen from this we don't know yep so I mean I don't this is I have a feeling that this is I think this is a good place to wrap yeah I think that we this is just truly the beginning like I feel like we just you know what it feels like it feels like we just came up with the idea for Star Wars and we're like I think we're on to something it kind of does feel like a secret society. Yeah, like it feels like I'm like, we need to find other people. Because yeah. she's a huge, like she was teaching classes at the University of either Nevada, New Mexico, Nevada or New Mexico. I'm confusing which one. Um, she had traveled all over the world. She did seminars everywhere. Like this lady is kind of underground, but if the like, it's like a if you know, you know type deal. So if I have a feeling if you know who Dr. Dwayne, Di- Dr. Wayne Dwyer is, Dyer. I can't, I have an issue today. Um <laughs> you would probably know who she is maybe, but even I know who he is and I'd never heard of her. So I can't recommend enough. Like she literally, she was a very old woman. She died in 2014, but Dolores Cannon, we will link her obviously and post all this stuff. I will post information of where you can listen to that podcast that we were referencing, the video that we were referencing, and there's so much more about her that we didn't even touch. But um, we're I'm going to start really practicing the things that she talks about and trying to really advance myself and I'm very curious to see what happens yeah I mean I won't go off on another tangent but just we are both feeling immense curiosity and that alone in and of itself is insane to think about that we have that so we're considering that like 48 hours ago we were like maybe we'll just die (laughs) right I mean we always talk about curiosity but but honestly like with curiosity it's like that is it's exciting so I'm looking forward to what's going to happen not only learning more about her and her work but really seeing how it plays out in my own personal life given this information and I definitely it's once you see it you can't unsee it so you know just expect that this is kind of where this podcast is going to go. Um, we have no words of wisdom <laughs> other than um, just stay curious. She does. So honestly, like, go go yeah. read about her. We'll let Dolores yes. do the speaking for us because we are still immature little babies who don't know. And if you are familiar with her work um, or you know anybody who is, please reach out to us. Like, we're I'm going to start looking for people that we can interview to get more information. Um I can't stress enough that like we're super curious. So or if you just like love this episode and it spoke to you, reach out and let us know too because again, we're trying to form a society of like-minded people here, guys. Like we need people on our frequencies literally. So um with that being said, I feel like this is our our diamond. My diamond is that we unlock the key to the universe. Like I don't yeah. I literally like that what more diamond I don't need a bright that's my bright spot you know Katie's verklempt right now she can't even form words oh my god like what it feels like someone was like here's the key to life and I'm like "Mm, what else could happen I'll have a I'll have a collective diamond for both of us because this kind of ties in um the nerdy side of myself is like the neuroscience so I saw a post by my earthly husband Andrew Huberman and Dr. Andrew Huberman and he had a tweet that basically just said like the neurochemistry of our brains is designed to be extremely happy like when we learn something Mm -hmm. so 
just the simple act of learning something is the ultimate high. And and I wonder why is it set up that way? It's almost like we're here to learn to and learn our brain lesson. is trying to reward us when we do. So just take that with you when you have a revelation. That's what this feels like right now. And we are only on the tip of the iceberg. So for anyone out there who is also, you know, dabbling in the curiosity, just lean into it. Yeah. And um, go follow us and reach out to us on Instagram and TikTok at We Don't Know Her Pod. You can also send us an email at We Don't Know Her Pod at gmail.com. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five star reviews, sweet, sweet reviews. <laughs> and um, we'll see you yeah. on the next one. Bye. Bye.